0: The Great Northern Way Great Northern Way Every day I listen to The Great Northern Way Oh -oh 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 -oh. Quiet around here. Hey guys out there in listening land, it's your boy Kevo, and this is another edition of the Great Northern Way. We are thankful for you guys joining us today. And if you are listening on Ruckus Avenue Radio, we truly appreciate you tuning in. We do understand you have listening choices. So thank you for tuning in and uh, making us your choice. And as always, if you need to speak to us or communicate with us for any, if for any reasons, any emergencies, um, please uh, at the Great Northern Way, P O D, and that's on Instagram, Facebook, Kevo, K E V O, Cabell, C A B E L L. You can reach us there. And as always, for anything the Great Northern Way related, uh, merchandise and all, you can go to the, our link tree which is linktree forward slash the great Northern way. And there's uh, plenty of things uh, there as well. And also we're on YouTube guys. You can go to our YouTube, which uh, we are, our handles at the great Northern way five, four, And like I said, we're every Thursdays on Ruckus Avenue Radio, Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, 2 a.m. IST, which I just found out is Indian Standard Time, (laughs) India Standard Time, sorry, India Standard Time, which, you know, just got to be knowledgeable. So, yeah, there's that. And so, guys, our guest today uh we have a, a very 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 intelligent uh very very smart and articulate uh guest and uh, his background is from the virtual effects world uh let's uh let's let's take a look or simply something more useful. As this very wall has proven, bigger is not always better. (laughs) Though it is often more fun to watch it fall down. Well, I'm down for building. Without those dirty dudes around, something tells me it's gonna be real quiet around here.
1: Okay, let me try that again. It's gonna be real quiet around here starting now.
0: Next hard part. Skya is way ahead of you. Ow. Wow. Wow. That was some cool stuff there, Christian. Man, that's uh, some very interesting things, man. Kind of looks like Toy Story a little bit, man. Some of the (laughs) stuff you did. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, our guest today, Mr. Christian Pence. How you doing, man?
1: Good, man. How are you? Yes. Very good. Very good.
0: Um, So yeah, you know, we really appreciate you being here. And man, uh, the virtual world, like essentially that's where we are. You know, like... um, I know uh and you do you you your background's virtual effects for our audience that to doesn't know right? That's yeah yeah
1: yeah VFX is usually for visual effects. But yeah, right now I'm in VR, so I guess you could say visual effect uh, virtual effects. Oh. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess don't want to mess up, <laughs> no, 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 mess okay. up that okay. distinction. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh but yeah. because but I, I do I
0: do I was somewhere um where somewhere off Kingsway, some little uh like shopping mall or something and mm-hmm. inside of the mall, um you know, they, you know, back in the day, they have like arcades or back in the day, you know, food courts, people, kids hang out. And, uh, I remember as I was leaving the mall, I seen a store or a, um, business that, uh, basically everybody in there had on VR headsets Mm -hmm. and they were like, you know, playing uh, whichever game or doing whatever. And it's just like, wow, we are here. (laughs) Like, that's the thing, like gather with people and then close your eyes and Mm -hmm. get into another world. Yeah, that's how it starts. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, virtual. So how long have you been doing uh, virtual effects?
1: Uh, So in VR, I've been uh, since last September actually. And then I've been in games for probably a couple of years now. Nice. Um, but most of my animation experience is in tv animation oh so mostly okay. like cartoons for kids a lot of the time
0: oh cool cool um, cool cool man like and what do you i mean you're doing vr now mm-hmm. but what uh what do you prefer i mean like do you feel like you can like be i don't know you can teach kids lessons and use it th- through your, your skill and craft
1: um i think yeah i've really preferred games over the last couple of years like I, I didn't i was really hesitant when i first got into it a few years ago i worked at ea Working on FIFA. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that was like my first venture to games. Whoa, Nelly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can't say FIFA, man.
0: (laughs) Vancouver, actually, for you guys who don't know, in 2000, with the next World Cup, right? Yeah. We're actually going to be a host city, which is going to be bananas. Pleased to announce the first city, the beautiful city
1: of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada.
0: (laughs) Jubilation at BC Place. Wait, yeah, when is 30. that? The last one was 2000, was it 22? Was it last year?
1: Uh, I think so, was the it? The last was, yeah. was 26? Yeah, I think so, right? I, yeah. I believe so. Whenever think, the whenever World is.
0: Cup <laughs> is kicking the football, because you got to say football. Yeah, you have to say football. You, you can't say, say soccer. It's kicking yeah. the football. Right, it's kicking the I ain't going to get cursed out. <laughs> yeah. They already cursed me out about kilometers and, and, uh, and, and uh, feet. Yeah, Own feet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so football is gonna be here in Vancouver and uh it's already been set up because of the Olympics mm-hmm. and I just can't wait to see what they're gonna do gonna to have the uh to, to have the um the World Cup here.
1: Well we had the Olympics here like a couple years back and like, yeah. it was nuts. Yes like absolutely yes. so yes. probably similar energy right. if anything. Yeah. And the
0: whole thing that they built up with the Olympic village, right, for the athletes and stuff. So I'm saying yeah. I can't wait to see what what they're gonna build for the um, for the World Cup. But yeah. stay tuned. Vancouver's on the map. True. But um So, yeah, so you you said you work with uh, EA for, uh, sorry, FIFA. FIFA, yeah, yeah. FIFA, yeah. What was that like? What was that experience? Uh,
1: Yeah, so basically on FIFA, uh, I came in closer to the end of the development. I think it was FIFA 2019, I believe. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I got hired for doing facial animation. So all the facial expressions that they would do, I had to basically create them using uh, the motion capture data that they captured in their own studio. Really? Um, and it's funny a lot, because there's no voice acting in in FIFA usually. It's just like, they're just mouthing something yeah. when they get a red card or when they get a foul or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to make those from scratch.
0: the guy when the <clears throat> Yeah, when they're like,
1: ah, blah, 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 blah. like, you don't you don't hear what they're saying, so you have to pretend like they're talking and saying stuff, right? And yeah. And then you had like, you know, degrees of expression, like, anger, excitement, and then you add, like, eye animation on top of that. That um, stuff is
0: detailed, man.
1: Yeah, it was really intensive. Because uh, a lot of it, you kind of build it in uh, in a software called Maya, which is, like, probably the main uh, software for animation across, like, Vancouver, I'd say, and, like, you know, California, whatnot. And, uh it's basically done in there, like you do the raw facial motion capture, you do the cleanup, you do like the, all your animation in there. And then once it's good enough, then you put it into engine, like okay. whatever the engine is. Right. And, and that's it, when
0: you would tell me that's uh, the usually the Mac or the, uh, the, the difference versus the PC and the Mac, that's what uh,
1: it is. No, no, no. So it's mostly like, um, it's like the, the engine that runs the game. Okay, so like, you know, uh, there's like engines like Unreal Engine, uh, there's like Unity, there's Game Maker, yeah, yeah, stuff like that, basically where you create the the game itself, like you program the mechanics, okay. you add the assets, the environments, textures, stuff like that, and then you play the game through that. Wow, so okay. EA has their own, um, and yeah, in their own engine, they have like creative tools that you use to like finish off your animation. So like. Okay. Um, A lot of the stuff that doesn't come through uh, when you're animating in Maya is stuff like eye direction. So you have to add like little eye tags to show like, oh they're looking to the left here, at this point they look to the right, here they look this direction, that kind of thing. So yeah, it can get pretty crazy, pretty detailed. And uh, because FIFA too is that it's, um, they try to make all their animations work for everybody. So there's like one character model and then they have to pair it with like all these different faces of like all these athletes, right? So you basically have to make sure that one facial expression can work on across, like, ten different face types. Mm. And usually they favor the star players more. So if the star oh, no, players though. look good, Messy. then, yeah, if they look good with that facial animation, then usually for the lower players, if, like, they're not as popular and they don't look that good, then they're like, eh. it's fine. Like, they, yeah. got, they just have to get to a bar that's, like, acceptable. It's okay. not, like, you know, glitchy. Then it's totally fine, so...
0: Interesting. How long did you work on uh, on FIFA? That? that was about
1: six months or so. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. A bit. Yeah, and it's, it was during the World Cup, so I got like a Portugal shirt. I, uh, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, we got, got to hear it as it was going on. Yeah, pretty nah, good. that is that is cool to make it more immersive.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's rewind. Let's go all way back. Sure. You uh, were originally born, I guess, born and raised in Surrey. Yeah, I was. And, and for my audience in the states who doesn't know, Surrey is. I don't want to get cursed out of by this one. <laughs> Surrey is a... Okay, I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. Surrey is a suburb of Vancouver. Yeah. Right? right? But if you if you hear in Vancouver and you say that to somebody, God bless you. Um, <laughs> however, it is across the uh, Fraser, Valley, Fraser Valley River. Is that yes, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's considered its own city. Yeah. So, you know, for the purposes... Of not, uh, you know, getting cursed out about the location and regional whatever demographic of uh, Surrey, is mm-hmm. considered its own city. So, um, yeah. yeah, what was it like uh, growing up in the the city of Surrey?
1: Um, so it was pretty good. I mean, from from growing up, obviously, I didn't know anything else because I only grew up in Surrey. I didn't mm-hmm. really travel anywhere. I kind of just lived in one house okay. the whole time. Didn't really move around. Um, it was definitely challenging because. It's uh, I don't know if you know, it's, like, a low-class city, so there's, like, a lot of violence, there's a lot of gangs that are in Surrey, Um, there's also a lot of Indian people as well, it's, like, a huge, huge demographic of Indian people, Mm. and so, like, when I went to high school and elementary school, like, my classes were mostly, like, I think, like, 70% was Indian, and then, you know, obviously the rest, like, there's some Asians, some white people, like, I think there's like two black people in the whole high school, for example. Like, so it's crazy. You know? Man, we gotta represent. No,
0: so yeah. and I had shout out to my uh, yeah. one of my special guests who host sometimes, JD Ghosh. Mm-hmm. He's from Sir. Oh, well, excuse me, he's from Richmond, but mm-hmm. uh, he spent some time in Surrey. He kind of yeah. explained it to me as well. But I can. Under, but I think I'm with you. I'm thinking seeing the opposite into the coin because you have a hungarian background so i'm yep. guessing like you said you were the minority uh so like you know were you bullied like what's uh what's, uh what was yeah the situation? I, was,
1: I was actually bullied quite a bit yeah really i had a rough rough experience in in elementary school uh it got somewhat worse in high school early on and then i think the tail in like grade 11 grade 12 it kind of like tapered off and got better it really? was nice yeah really and it in- was rough
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, and it was just for the simple fact that, that you were <laughs> different. It's so it's so obvious yeah. that since 2022 or since, since 2020, we talked a lot about uh, racial justice mm. and uh, social justice mm. and equity and things like that. Mm. And so, like, you know, we talk and it's mostly been in the situation of, quote unquote, minorities. Yeah. And so, like, we we've, we've basically been, you know, t- telling the story from that perspective. But rarely do we ever have to the coin flipped mm. where, you know, it's like someone. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the quote unquote a uh, majority race who grows up in a place where there's just nothing minorities, yeah, yeah. Uh, but minorities, and um, and then you get to hear their struggle, <laughs> and you're like, dang, you know what I mean? Like, it, well, I guess it truly. I, doesn't I gotta matter. say
1: though, like, I wasn't bullied though because I was white. I was bullied mostly because, like, because as a young boy, I grew up very. Interested in like arts and stuff like that. Like I wasn't. Uh, I was. I was like stereotypically not like a man's man. Yeah. You know what I mean. Okay. So I would get made fun of. Like I'd be called gay. Like you know how people used to say gay all the time about like everything. So like they'd throw that at me a lot. Yeah. Since 2020, after 2020, it's illegal to say gay. Yeah. 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 Can't say it no more. Yeah. Say it one more time,
0: (laughs) you'll be arrested. The G word, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah Yeah, G word.
1: But yeah, it was just rough because um you know I wasn't into sports. I was like very weak and like scrawny. Um, and then at a point I got really fat too. Like I got not like super overweight, but like I was chubby enough to the point where people would make fun of me about it. Um, and I was also like into like card games and stuff like video games. So like I wasn't into like cool stuff you know, at ah, the time. Oh, okay. so yeah. There was like the a lot the joke's on them. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> I bet they playing FIFA at the crib right now.
1: Yeah. Dang, this
0: game is stoked, man. <laughs> Wonder who made this game, man. Man, that dude Christian sucks, man. Man, he could have never made this game, dude. <laughs> Ooh, facial expressive. Ooh, look at them eyes. Look at them 10 face types. Man, he did this. Oh, wait. Did Christian work on (laughs) it? No, but you know, actually, I had another guest. Actually, shout out to my other guest, uh, Alex Garfin from Superman and Lois. Mm. And same thing. Um, he grew up in, in where in New York in uh, LaGuardia High School. Oh yeah. Um, and in not I don't know if he was bullied, but mm, I guess he was looked down upon. Yeah. Because he was a I guess chubby fat kid. And, mm-hmm. You know the jokes. You know it's funny how it is. It, it's, it's just whenever you're up, you know you want to let someone make someone feel down. Mm-hmm. But then when that circle comes around, man, because you know now he's. 19 year old kid one of the biggest shows in the aeroverse he's on uh, superman and lois right,
1: right. um
0: you know he's, he's he's on an upward trajectory great environmental activist mm-hmm. i mean and, and 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 you know he's i think he last time i spoke to him he's training for a deg- a higher degree belt in um ooh i want to say karate or okay. taekwondo i can't say it, but like you nice. know slim down you know <laughs> t- you know teen idol and all that stuff mm-hmm. and you know yeah you, it comes back around because look at you right like <laughs> Like you say, yeah, maybe because of the fact that you went to video games and stuff that wasn't cool. And it's like, mm. yeah, now you're now you chilling. <laughs> now you're working, you know, doing like the dream. Mm. You know, I seen your real with the uh, dinosaurs and. Um, oh, you did? Nice. Yeah, the yeah. dinosaurs and some of the other things and how you just made those animals come to life. Mm. And I'm just like, wow, this is truly <laughs> a gift. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's a product of the uh, technological age we live in. For sure. Right? Yeah. We, we weren't doing this stuff in the 80s. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's truly a gift. And now that we are in this, you know, uh, information age, if that's what you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, you know, being able to tell stories because, yeah, you could take I, I, from what I saw, you can take that and teach the stories of, you know, the, the, the times of dinosaurs and, and such as that nature. Mm-hmm. And you can enlighten a child. Uh, like you said, you did ki- children... And
1: he said, "Yeah, children shows. shows. Yeah, yeah, Children's shows. Yeah, yeah.
0: You can enlighten them and teach them. So it's it's a gift. Mm. So the jokes on them. Yeah, for sure. Jokes on Yeah, them. I, I feel
1: blessed every day to be able to say like I have a cool job. Like the worst complaints. I, <laughs> yeah, like the worst complaints I have is just you know maybe like a character rig is a bit broken and I have to work through an issue. Like technically, usually. Um, I remember one of the first like big issues we had and uh, when I was working on my first show, uh, Little Charmers. It's a small children's show about like three witches." But they're called charmers. Can't say witches apparently. <laughs> but uh, or gay. yeah. Oop, okay. I just said. Oh, <laughs> you just said it. Time to get canceled. <laughs> all right. No, but we uh, a big concern. Like one of the directors had was that uh, there's something called a dick hand, and you can't have children's characters because they all had wands, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them, funny enough, was designed to look kind of like a bong. Like, it was like a subtle hint, I think. But we can't ha- can't handle hold something uh like in a fist. Okay. You can't hold it like this. You can you have to hold it daintily, like not a hard grip on something. Because oh. it was called dick hand. So the director was like, please don't do dick hand when you're holding the wands, because then people can interpret it as phallic
0: or Or the way we do memes and the yeah. way we do So you ah. have to
1: like have a pinky out or like a slight grip where like, you know, your fingers are like you guys can see in the camera. So like your hand is like this instead of like fist rigid tight grip on something I have
0: never even I never heard of them until I
1: got into that conversation so wow wow so (laughs) they try
0: to make sure that you hold it with a pinky out or something like that yeah
1: so therefore it doesn't get a misinterpretation yeah because because the thing is it's a kid's show so I think over the last couple years they've been really hampering down on like you know being super sensitive like no violence of any kind no like anger in some ways uh obviously they all wear skirts as well so every time that they like you know lift their leg up for whatever reason they all take these brooms that they get onto mm-hmm. and they're they're like big heads small bodies so and they have to get on these giant brooms so to get them onto those brooms you have to usually lift their legs pretty high to get them to go over and so you have to cover the crotch area even though there's like geometry like there's nothing there but you just have to cover it so people don't imagine like, oh, yeah, you can see. Oh, uh, yes. Stuff. Yes, yeah.
0: you do have to be very careful. And, yeah. you know, you brought up violence. And, oh, yeah, I do. You know, gr- you know, you think about like uh, a Grand Theft Auto and all these different little yeah, things. Sure. What do you think? Um, what do you think about the role or what do you think about violence in video games and, and how it desensitizes
1: uh, children uh, mm-hmm. or, you know? young adults i guess i i just don't believe the argument at all like there's tons of evidence to show that that doesn't actually cause people to be violent there's just too much research that disputes that claim and i know a lot of you know right-wing people or people in news they always say like oh video game violence blah, blah blah but like i grew up on the most violent stuff ever like i grew up playing mortal kombat when i was like five seven okay. yeah, right i showed my sisters who were two two years younger than me and like i got in trouble for showing them fatalities like and like i grew up watching looney tunes and stuff like that like i saw dark stuff like spawn like gargoyles like you know all the like i was like my biggest uh like passion in video games is like fighting games okay i like, so i love street fighter Mortal combat all that stuff and like there's technically tons of violence but like i am not any like I'm the least violent person. No, know. you. You know what I mean. You chill. Like, like,
0: yeah, 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 you. Yeah. Go like side.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I just find it's just such a it's such a false flag. You
0: know. Yeah, I guess. Um, it get it. Get all. It, it, I guess it boils down to your parents and your upbringing mm-hmm. and who you are. Um, so let's talk more about that. So, sure. so yeah, growing up in Surrey, you saying that basically you. Um, you know, they were, you picked on because of arts and whatnot. What was your? So I guess you didn't do sports. No, like no, that no. wasn't your. Ever you uh, I it? think
1: I was interested in swimming. Mm, that was okay. probably the biggest thing I was excited to do. But then you had to wake up at like five in the morning ah. before school and then still attend school so i was like i'm not into that so. and
0: you got a shower to get the bleach out of your yeah uh, yeah. And all that stuff. yeah the
1: chlorine is everywhere yeah and you're, <laughs> yeah you're going
0: to school with pink eyes and stuff like that ah yeah. so that was so the only thing that you did was swimming so like yeah. what was your first um like so from mechanics and stuff like that mm-hmm. some mechanics um uh, they take things apart and put things together mm-hmm. so like what um was the thing that you kind of In a in a curious kind of way, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of toyed with in the world to like understand what VFX is, or was it like a a product,
1: like a um, what do you call like uh, Adobe? Um, oh like a program like or a something? photoshop or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah i guess that's the only
0: way it's not, um, it's not like
1: a... i think i was really into drawing a lot of the time so like because oh, okay. I, I would read comics like i loved reading x-men spider-man was a big thing for me okay um a lot of the time i would play something in a game okay and if it's based off of something like spider-man or like marvel i would like read those comics and try to like find the tie-in for that okay and then i would just doodle a lot like, draw stuff, like, I would usually create scenes of, like, like badly drawn scenes, by the way, because <laughs> I'm a child, but I would draw, like, massive fight scenes with, like, all the video game characters that I know of, or, like, okay. in, in pop culture, Okay. and then have them fight characters I've made up, and okay. usually the ones I made up are, like, they're taking bits from, like, characters I know, and then, like, like, you know those, like, DeviantArt comics, like, the fan-made stuff, and that, like, oh, I'm gonna take Ryu's headband from Street Fighter and put, like, you know, Vega's mask on him or something, and, like, you know just make crazy fight scenes and all that sort of stuff so
0: that was like your um i guess origin or uh kind of like your you know beginning where you were like oh okay and you were interested you, you did drawing and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then like you said putting things together yeah drawing you know taking things from here and there mm-hmm. and then so how did that blossom like what like where do you oh, what do see. you st- where do you start when you're going to start with v- vfx because uh like, were you okay? Okay. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's rewind a bit more. Yeah, yeah Was sure. it that you were good in like physics? Were you good in like... Oh, okay. Ugh. Here. So
1: I was terrible in school. I, I don't know if... Okay, so the thing I always wonder now, I didn't wonder this well maybe a couple years ago, but I think I was doing badly in school because I also didn't like school. Okay. Uh, I think also probably from my upbringing, like my parents didn't really push me that much. And when they pushed me, it was like very generic, not helpful. Or like they would only like punish me and then not reward and kind of thing. And my sisters also were like really good students as mm. well. So that kind of, and they were younger than me, right? So the pressure, it makes me look bad, me look bad yeah. feel worse. And then I think also probably from the bullying, it also made it more difficult to enjoy school. Cause like it was such a negative association for me. Yeah. And I think, so I always wondered that like, could I have been a better student if there was no bullying? You know what I mean? Like if I never got bullied and thought negatively about school and being at school, Would I have excelled better? But I think I still don't like, you know, math and physics, sciences, all that sort of stuff. It's fascinating to me now, but at the time I definitely wasn't enjoying it. Um, I did enjoy the creative stuff. So like creative writing, we did like art classes. I enjoyed that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I didn't know I wanted to be in animation or, you know, visual effects and whatnot until maybe like a few years before I took... Um, my program at bcit okay um and i only did that like, i was actually trying to be a musician and like be in a band and like try to be famous quote unquote okay and i gave that up pretty quickly because it was super difficult especially in vancouver there's a lot of uh, competition
0: what uh what instrument did you play i played guitar i played oh, guitar i wrote
1: songs like wrote lyrics um i tried recording stuff uh, I had a, played a bunch of gigs here and there in Vancouver. I was in like a Green Day tribute band for a while. Nice. And uh yeah, it just it didn't really go anywhere or like some aspect would be just off. And cuz cuz being in a band is like being in a marriage except you're married with like four other people. <laughs> it's yeah. not just two people, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then no. uh and then about a few years after that when I was like trying to figure out, like I need a career. Like I can't just, you know, work at restaurants and like trying to be famous. Like that's not a realistic plan, right? So uh, my partner, she convinced me to basically like, OK, well, what are you passionate about? What do you care about? And then I was like looking and looking. And I realized that I love the process of animation because like, I'm a big fan of like the Batman animated series and like cartoons growing up, the like, Looney Tunes. But I also found that I was super interested in the behind the scenes stuff, okay. like seeing the processes of their pipeline, like how they come up with ideas, you know, the phases of how they go through things and during the process of the show, creating it. Um, and so I was just like, okay, let's just do it. Let's look up, let's do some research on animation. So I looked up that, you know, what schools were in the area, um, maybe the career path of a typical animator, like how much do they make roughly based on the area? What kind of options do you have? Like, and then, you know, I found there was like TV animation, film, VFX, games, right? All that sort of stuff. And what's really cool is that I saw that there was exponential growth for animators in, oh, fi- nice. in financials. Yes, definitely. So definitely. the longer you're in the industry, you'll usually just make more and more money as you gain more experience so I was like, Oh, that's perfect. I can actually make money, which is good. No. And then, uh, good. I was comparing schools. I was probably going to go to either, uh, the school called think tank in okay. North Van, which is like a highly focused, like small niche school. That's like hyper-focused in training you in a short amount of time. Uh, it was kind of far though. It was in North band. So going from Surrey to there is like really, you know, strenuous, but, okay. uh, I ended up going to BCIT because it was the closest, it was the cheapest. And it would have given me all the skills I needed to, you know, succeed. Or simply
0: something more useful. As this very wall has proven, bigger is not always better. We thank you for listening to part one of Journey to Animation with senior animator Christian Pence. We remind you to tune in to part two of Journey to Animation, where Christian will speak about his biggest project to date, Journey to Foundation. We remind you to subscribe $2.99 per month on Spotify, and you can do so by clicking under the green logo, and it will send an email to you, and you can sign up that way. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in, and be kind.